0: They all need to cut cut the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer.
1: Hey there folks, Jovan Hutton Pulitzer, welcome to the program folks, Cut the Crap, I really appreciate you uh, joining me this morning, Um, thank you so very much, and thank you for spending your days with me, you know we do this every 12 hours, and and I know it's weird, crap, culture, race, and American politics, and well, that's kind of what's going on in our society, crap, Culture, race, and American politics. By the way, in in my new little format that I've done for everybody here, uh, giving people uh, that have short attention spans, right, the... Uh, really quick download because there are people that don't have time to listen to the facts. They don't have time to get the facts straight because they're not really in this fight. And so, just for those of you out there, have it. I'll kind of you know surmise it for you. But Musk, independence, Twitter. Yes, it's going to be eight bucks. They're crying. Um, black people. Can you believe it? Black people. That's the number one. Trinity College. Yes, just because it was first responder it all up and lbg2q whatever it was was absolutely fantastic we can't stand for this but you know what happened thank you very much for listening okay now that i've got all the add audience out of the way and the reason i even do that do you know what when you look at it into that context and you realize that you have been taught not to pay attention it is kind of like trying to make heads or tails of what I just said. I actually just told you the whole story of everything I'm going to teach you this morning. But when you listen to it that way, there's no way you can tell the context of what anything means. And therefore, if you adopt that as a lifestyle, you're just repeating gibberish. And that's what uh, the mainstream media and everybody else wants you to do. They want you just to regurgitate gibberish. That's why, folks, we have to relearn the value of spending time together. It's that simple. We have to relearn the value of spending time together. And you have to, you know what, life doesn't doesn't happen. You've got to make life happen. And just like anything, whether it be growing a garden or building a company, you've got to invest in it. Therefore, you have to invest in your life. Because remember, you got three votes in the world. You've got your ballot, which we're fighting for to keep around. Poor folks in Brazil don't have a paper ballot. It's going to be a nightmare. We actually have our time... Our time is a vote, too. You know, you can vote to expand your brain and learn and look at my incredibly stunning, handsome face that's made for radio. Yeah, I know you're listening out there on radio. Thank you for the folks at, you know, Real Talk, FM Talk Radio, 93.3. But if you were looking at my incredibly studly, handsome, stunning, massive forehead, uh, it's just because I have a brain disease and my skull is really big. I'm like out of a sci-fi movie. Uh, But your time is a vote. And then also your dollar is a vote. All of these are votes. Now, if you thought your vote mattered, wouldn't you put the time into it? I mean, think about it. We might all not be Elon Musk of the world. And regardless of what you think, and all the new stuff being spun, ridiculous stuff being spun over his Halloween costume, which actually comes out of a movie, and it's a leather thing he could put on real quick and take off real quick. But... You know, we make we make life sometimes difficult for ourselves. But when you think about a billionaire putting his resources and name on the line to help all countries, it's a big thing. And so that's why I want to remind you, you know, you got the Twitter stuff underway. All these snow snowflakes are just falling out, falling all over themselves, crying, saying the world's going to end. There's going to be no more free speech. Well, there's going to be no more leftist free speech, free to suppress the right. So I want to tell you what this $44 billion that Elon invested in, what he says, why he did it. I'm going to read you his exact words. He says, I wanted to reach out personally to share my motivation in acquiring Twitter. There has been much speculation about why I bought Twitter and what I think about advertising, most of it has been wrong. The reason I acquired Twitter is because it is important to the future of civilization to have a common digital town square where a wide range of beliefs can be debated in a healthy manner without resorting to violence. There is currently a great danger that social media will splinter into far-right-wing and far-left-wing echo chambers that generate more hate and divide our society. In the relentless pursuit of clicks, much of traditional media has fueled and catered to those polarized extremes as they believe that is what brings in the money. But in doing so, the opportunity for dialogue is lost. That is why I bought Twitter. I didn't do it because it would be easy. I didn't do it to make more money. I did it to try to help humanity, whom I love. I did it so with uh, humility and recognizing that failure in pursuing this goal, despite our best efforts, is a very real possibility. With that said, Twitter obviously cannot become a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequences. And in addition to adhering to the laws of the lands, our platforms must be warm and welcoming to all where you can choose your desired experience according to your preferences, just as you can choose, for examples, to see videos or play video games ranging from all ages to mature. Now, it is that statement and that philosophy which has the left's head wanting to explode. They don't like that. They think that they are the ones which must control the dialogue. Because remember, leftism is totalitarianism. They will tell you it's the right. No, it's the left. Because on the left, there is no such thing as freedom. There is only compliance. Period. Period. There is only compliance on the left. You know it, I know it. That is why, if you think about it, they will work to censor people like us when we do our program here every 12 hours because they know in a one-hour program that you could actually, if you got a hold, right, if you got a hold of a leftist, and you were able to get them to listen, that you could possibly, in one hour, undo their entire belief system that the universities pooped into their head. That is why they're so afraid. They know their beliefs are predominantly so unsubstantiated, uh, so far-fetched and not logical, that they... Are incredibly afraid of just simple people speaking on campus because they know if people listen people will go wow that makes sense and they will walk away from the left's ideology that's why they fight us so hard when I come back I'm going to tell you some changes to Twitter and some movements be right back right
0: after this see I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great there's more to come Jovan will be right back
1: If anything, we have learned since 2020 is that we must find our own voice and we must stand up to the system and tell the system to cut the crap. Because, you know, it's the system that responds to us instead of us responding to the system. We've been conditioned backwards. The system has convinced us they're the important ones and they did that so they could just control us when in reality we are the important ones now one of the things that i like about what elon is doing with twitter is he is basically you know how people have a blue check i used to think a blue check was important i would uh uh, communicate with Twitter. And I said, look, you need to, I'm in broadcasting and I write articles and this and that, and you need to give me my blue check. And they kept on uh, coming back saying, no, no, no. But then you'd find some little transgender activists or uh, some other activists, two followers, 10 followers. I found one that was 20, 21 followers But all of a sudden, it has a blue check. The system was abused because they conditioned people to think that that blue check meant that you were important, but more importantly, meant that you were uh, technically in the broadcast radio or media business, that your uh, uh, voice mattered. Well, Elon's about to turn that upside down. See, these are part of the trends going on. It's what I'm going to talk about next, but the minorities are moving away from the left. but. Elon says uh that the <laughs> Twitter's current Lords and peasants system for who has or who doesn't have a blue check mark is BS and he used the entire word bull hockey Twitter's current Lords and peasants systems and he's exactly right now I want to explain something to you that might not dawn on you You do understand, in buying Twitter, okay, Twitter's stock and everything has become private and delisted. You understand that. There is no more inflating bad numbers and running up the stock prices. You get it? That means there is a $44 44 billion stake out there on that experiment working it basically means if Elon cannot turn it around cannot show it how to make money it crashes and burns and is over see I don't think people realize that I, I think people think well it's uh, uh it's, there's all kinds of money in the world uh, to to run this thing it'll just keep on running That's not true. Twitter has never been profitable. Twitter has never had a true path to profitability. This is a massive dice roll, and that's why he said, regardless of what I think about this, this could fail. Now, part of what he's doing is he is basically saying, I'm going to return free speech to this platform. We are not going to uh, to uh, throttle or take off people or censor them just because they're conservatives. And every day there's new rats in the bridge. You know, there are people that are still censoring people all the time under the new stuff. But when they do it, just like they did to Mark Fincham out in Arizona one week, you know, before his big campaign for secretary of state where he's leading, they take him off Twitter. Well, they had it back on within hours, and now, you know, they're able to tell who on the inside is still marshalling this BS agenda. What he's doing is for the blue check, if you think you're important enough for a blue check and qualify, and you know all these media people and everything, it is the blue checkers that are now going to have to start paying 8 dollars a month if you want that blue check as a confirmed power user because you think you're important and you're using the platform to broadcast or whatever it is going to come at a cost to you of eight dollars a month and of course that will have parity in countries uh the same purchasing power right meaning it might be less in other countries He's saying that is where the responsibility initially will be with the people that are creating content, and that's primarily what a, a, a blue checker is, right? So when you pay that $8 a month, you're basically going to get priority and replies mention and search means you're going to be elevated up as it should be because you're paying. You're, that's going to help defeat spam in your accounts. You're going to be able to post longer audio and video. And then on your account, there's half as many um, ads. And if you are a heavy content producer, which drives traffic to Twitter, and you agree to partner with Twitter, to drive traffic with Twitter, then you can bypass that paywall. I think this is absolutely brilliant, because all of the blue checkers have believed they rule over everybody. They get to decide it. They got power in their head. I wish I could go back in time. I used to clip them out, and I would just show you some of the idiocracy of people that had blue checks, totally idiocracy of people that had blue checks. Now, maybe those tables will turn. Now, I personally think that uh, President Trump should go back to Twitter, even though he has Truth Social. The marketing and businessman, to me, says, look, when he got canceled, he had 88 million followers the number one reason he should go back to those 88 million followers is so he can say, join me over on truth. (laughs) You don't want to give that up, but I understand. I understand that he may not do it at all, but I think that Elon's head is in the right place, especially at a time when Facebook is driving up their suppression of conservative voices. Many of us, right here before the election in less than a week, have been blocked from our accounts. Yours truly, uh, you know, uh, accounted among those. I do believe his intentions are real, but I do believe if you want to find ghosts and demons, you're going to find ghosts and demons of anything, and it's probably going to be some stupid idiot saying, well, he's got seven rise of light coming out of his head. Folks, don't fall for that claptrat. He put $44 billion on the line to make it work. That stands for something, folks. Think about it. When I come back, we're going to be talking about minorities jumping ship and much more. Be right back right after this.
0: Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it.
1: Okay, folks, you want to know what your politicians don't want you to know other than they don't want you to wake up from this nightmare and realize they're the ones screwing it up? There's a big movement going on right now, and this terrifies the left. This completely terrifies the left. But polling is showing that black support, black Americans' support for the Republicans and the Republican platform has doubled, doubled since 2020. Now, this is a great thing because Republicans are opening their arms. They were always open to begin with. Remember, uh, many people of color didn't want to be shamed, just like they'll say we're racist for not having enough melanin in our skin. On the opposite side of that, if you did have extra melanin in your skin and we're a conservative, they're going to call you An Uncle Tom. Well, hopefully those words have now lost meaning among minorities because minorities are pushing in droves to the Republican Party. Trump gained incredible Hispanic report, getting almost 40% of the Hispanic vote, while ironically in 2020, they said Trump lost support from white voters. And that's because your mind is mush. You let the media poop in your brain. That's why I say my program's got to give you a mental enema. Can you imagine what kind of media diarrhea it has to be to be in the greatest recovery in the nation? The greatest recovery in the nation... During the Trump administration, people off welfare welfare, employment up in all categories, and you let the media con you in to turning you into orange man bad, orange man bad. Talk about being sheeple. I don't even, I don't even get that one. I just don't get it. But I digress because now we're about to be in the midterms. What the trend is showing during these midterms is minorities are fed up. They're absolutely fed up. Huge inroads both in Florida and in Arizona amongst the Hispanic communities, like in Arizona where you've got Blake Masters running. I think I heard that the third person running finally bowed out of the race and threw his endorsement to Blake Masters. That's huge. Even USA Today, the liberal bastion it is, is now reporting that Republicans have almost doubled their black voters joining the party. Do you know how much that had to have pained USA to do that? USA Today probably had to freak out, and but they actually printed the, the proof. Have you watched the left attacking Herschel Walker because he's a man of color in Georgia? What they're saying about him? They expect a boost in Georgia because of Herschel Walker. Right now, what they're saying And this is even, according to uh, far-left USA Today polls, 40% of Hispanics and 21% of blacks are backing the Republican Party. Now, why is this happening? You know what's immune to racism? You know what's immune to politics? You know what's immune to the mainstream media crap? Grocery prices, gas prices, home fuel prices, and inflation. That's agnostic, baby. And when your pocketbook starts telling you when you're a liberal voter that, look, you're just a dumb butt, you kind of pay attention. You kind of pay attention when the party in power that has promised you everything will say anything to get you to vote for them, to say, we've got your back because you're carrying that extra load of a little bit more melanin. But yet you watch your world, your wallet, your meals, your family, your reach and your buying power clobbered. Those are the irrefutable truths of economics economics is agnostic it can be affected by politics don't get me wrong but when it comes to your politics when your wallet and your gas prices your home prices and everything involved you can basically get upset and get pissed and say enough is enough that's why we did you know make woke go broke dot click people are understanding we have to fight this war exactly the way they fight the war against us and it's our money and we better take our money back and we're going to turn our money on these bozos that do it now this doesn't stop liberalism from you know trying to do all the stupid junk they do doesn't stop them at all and a prime example of and i I still want to remind you Almost every city, I would say every city, that goes far left gets destroyed. I believe, the left believes, so what? A few people died, doesn't matter. Our agenda is what matters. I believe that they can have, just like you had in Austin, Texas, a sanctuary city. I went back to Austin, Texas to visit I was passing an overpass, pulling into a neighborhood area that I know very well, and the overpass had these weird zebra stripes on it. This is a true story, folks. I'm pulling under this overpass into a very wealthy neighborhood, and this overpass had zebra uh, stripes down, you know, how it's got cement all the way down, you know, where they build up the on-ramp and stuff. And I couldn't figure out, what are those damn zebra stripes? Why would they paint it like that? It was dookie stripes. Yeah, the homeless people who were living under the overpass would go up to the top of the overpass, hang their booty over the rail, and take a dump. And that dump would be like a chocolate slinky and crawl its way down the side of the overpass and it had striped the overpass. I kid you not. And under the underpass were all these tents and trash city. One guy had set up a bike shop of some sort and the city made sure they all had phones and made sure they had porta parties, although they still pooped up there. It was disgusting. You're talking this being... 500 yards away from a Trader Joe's and the first $800,000 house and the houses go up from there. Because it's a sanctuary city, baby. And you can't even kick them off your lawn in Austin, Texas. If they are on the sidewalk at your lawn, you can't touch them. They can actually camp in your front yard. That's a left agenda. That's the true crap of the left. And this happens everywhere and they're taking your rights with it. But you're finding minorities are saying, I'm not, I'm not down for this. I'm not down for our little boys being little girls. We're not down for it. We don't have those beliefs. Well, where they still have these beliefs is in the university and college system. Have you ever heard of Trinity College? It's in Connecticut, Trinity College. Trinity College basically sent out one of their administrators because there was a student dorm that had a flag on it that honors police and military armed services and first responders and stuff. And it's kind of a tradition at the dorm to hang flags for what you believe in. And so this one dorm, this one kid had put up this, what's called uh, a thin blue line American flag that supports all types of first responders, firefighters, etc. It's just a way to show your patriotism. There was also another flag. You've probably seen it before. It's the yellow flag, right, with the rattlesnake on it. You've seen it before. And it says, don't tread on me. Now, first off, our own government, our uh, Department of Homeland Security, which you're rapidly finding out doesn't support America and has been turned and weaponized against us, they have called the Don't Tread on Me flag a sign of white nationalism and people that fly it should be classified, true story, should be classified as domestic terrorist. Okay. Now, this flag came about in 1765. 1765. They, they kind of call it the uh, uh, Gazden, G A D S E N, Gasden flag. Uh, even though Benjamin Franklin kind of helped with it. They were thinking about how can we do a right flag that basically expresses what we're going through, uh, you know, during America's history and what did it mean to be a patriot. And this flag became what is now known as one of the Marine flags. He was the commander in chief, right? Uh, This fellow S. Hopkins flew it and the uh, Navy and stuff. It's it's historically accepted that the flag was given to this uh, Hopkins fellow uh, by uh, Gasden, and it was to say, look, this is a strong country. We have to fight hard, and we have to stand for what this is. And the flag is, is actually kind of a tongue-in-cheek joke, and it's basically about a rattlesnake, and, you know, the rattlesnake will warn you, but don't mess with me. R- the rattlesnake will bite you if you poke it. In other words, leave me alone, government, and just let me live. Sometimes you see the rattlesnakes cut up on the flag. You'll see like eight sections of it. And the curves, that's supposed to represent the coastline of uh, New England, right? Uh The uh, South Carolina was the tail. New England was the rattlesnake head. Uh, And this basically was uh, a battle call back then. Join or die. We've got to get this together. It was seen across the 13 colonies. It was very, very important. But your own government has called this flag from the founding of America that if you fly it, you should be considered a domestic terrorist. Well, this college campus in Connecticut at Trinity College sent out administrators to tear down this flag. But you be amazed what they left up. Or maybe you won't. Hang tight. Be right back.
0: Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back.
1: Folks, one of the ways I keep up my hectic schedule and can deal with all the stress of the audits, uh, keep them pushing through legislation and keep on doing my program for you every 12 hours is I try to pay attention to my nutrition. Now, you know I'm a gardener. If you followed me for a while, you know I love gardening. I try to eat as good as I can. But many times when I'm on the road and I'm having to do the program, I cannot eat great. Most people are just not eating great. We're not eating like our grandparents used to eat, where they'd eat you know all kinds of fruits and vegetables to stay healthy, We were a lot healthier then. Don't believe me? Go back and Google a photo of a beach, your favorite beach in 1970. Look at the people. We were so much healthier. It's because we didn't have all this synthetic crap just added to our food. So I just want to let you know, one of the ways I'm able to maintain my energy, and I'm telling you, I feel it instantly when I do this, because I just do a scoop, shake it in water, and boom, I'm ready to go. What is it? Well, it's called filled of greens you may have heard that name. I am very, very, very picky on this kind of stuff. I don't like regular chelated vitamins, you know, the ones that kind of come in pill form. The reality is, folks, you need to know this. You just poop them out. Our digestive systems are racked. You poop them out. You're not doing any good. There's no difference in your body. You want an instant difference in your body? You have to have your supplements that are in a way that not only are natural, but go right into your system. So think about a powder. This is a powder. It's a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics that go right into your body. You just take a scoop, put it in water. I've done every one of them. Every one of them. They're organic. They're wonderful in water. I mean, it's a treat. These things taste great. Now, they work fast. I literally, my body tells me I feel it in minutes because I can. I get more energy. Uh, my skin's starting to change, too. It's really weird. My skin, my hair, where I was losing some hair, is actually, to me, looking a little bit of that it's coming back. And I'm kind of excited what's going to happen when I go get my next physical. So what I'm doing is I take filled of greens. It's just a simple powder you put in water. Would you do me a favor and at least go check it out? Just go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code JOVAN. You're going to get 15% off your first order just by mentioning me, fieldofgreens.com forward slash JOVAN. By the way, if you want them regularly shipped to you, you can. You're going to get another 10% off. This stuff is a miracle in our fast-paced society, especially when we're stressing out like we all are about what's going on. Folks, fillthegreens.com forward slash Jovon and use jovan as the promo code. Get it done now.
0: Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes they all need to cut, cut the, the crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program.
1: I'm telling you a story about Trinity College which is in Connecticut. Where a school administrator was dispatched to a what do you want to call it, a dorm frat house, don't exactly know what it was, one of the where the students lived, and it's long been tradition to hang flags out your windows on the window sills to kind of show what you support. By the way, folks, uh, I would remind you, you know, one thing that we can do that most people kind of don't do sometimes, and it's very, very easy to do. Have you ever thought about the fact that it just only takes one finger to share or to subscribe to this program? You want to make sure you subscribe. That way you get my notices when I go on. And the reason why you want the notice is sometimes I tell you, hey, this channel's blocked me. Join me over here. But this is a one-fingered war, folks, and you need to share this to get this out because I'll do the heavy lifting to help people understand what's going on. Now on this campus in Connecticut, Trinity College. And this this is a video of this, by the way, which you can watch. An administrator basically came to this one building. And at this one building, there I guess offense was, was that they had a flag that supports the thin blue line, military service, firefighters, etc., and they had the don't tread on me flag. And again, thanks to mainstream media trying to villainize anybody on the right and call you a domestic terrorist, these things have basically said that's a sign of domestic terrorism. And because nobody knows their history anymore, these administrators have a knee-jerk reaction, and they send somebody out on the campus to pull it down. Well, luckily this fellow was out there and when the staff showed up ripping down his flag, not undoing it, ripping it off the wall and tearing it up just for flying a flag to support police troops and firemen, The person said, don't film me. And luckily, this kid says, look, I have every right to record you. And you know that. This is America. We have First Amendment, freedom of speech, freedom of expression. But I don't know why you're taking my flags out. And the person replied because the college uh, said it's going to take down the flags. Well, of course, what are the flags they're taking down? The U.S. flag, the thin blue line and first responders flags, and the don't tread on me flag, which is part of the founding of this country. This is where this wokeism is not based on fact. And so he's saying, this this guy, it's, it's his flags, his name's Lucas, is saying, wait a minute, what are you doing? Is, if you're removing this, look, right here next door to me, right across, just turn around and look. It's pride flags, it's the transgender flag, More importantly, it's the pedophile version of those flags. The administrators kind of ignored that. This video went viral throughout the campus and everywhere else. The students talk about there are LBG flags, there's American flags, there's all kinds, of course, there's Black Lives Matter flags. But the only ones they are ripping down are these flags that they now say, well, that means you're a white supremacist and we're not going to stand for it. No, what they're not going to stand for, and this is why I told you at the beginning of the program, leftism is totalitarianism. On the right, it's basically, look, you can have your own values, you can have your own views, let's just do this right, let's follow the law. Leftism, think my way or the highway. Leftism has always been and will always be totalitarianism. They basically believe you are the one wrong and they are the ones right, period. That's what it boils down to. They believe anybody who does not have their belief system is wrong. And so this campus, even in doing it, all of these flags are hanging out there but they are forbidding national pride. They don't want national pride. They are suppressing this one's beliefs because they don't disagree with them. They are saying if you show patriotism or proud in one's country, that that is offensive because you are a domestic extreme violence it creates from us. You're a terrorist. You are destroying democracy. This is how the left operates, period. And at the same time they're tearing these down, you literally have the flags supporting pedophilia everywhere. And this is why the left weaponizes media, weaponizes academia, and weaponizes words. This is why people get afraid to be called a racist, You know what? Call me whatever name you want, because here's what. It doesn't matter what I say to you. It doesn't matter what facts I give you. It doesn't matter what proof I give you. If you are a leftist, you are going to disagree and say what you're going to say anyway. Therefore, it's really ironic. Your words don't matter because you've made up your mind. And while you preach on the left, come by ya, it's all about us and it's all about inclusivity. It's not. It is about power and greed. In 2016, back with the Donald J. Trump controversy of grabbing Punani, the discussion, remember, on the bus with Billy What-His-Name? Women, he hates women. He can't stand for women. He doesn't want powerful women. Even though he was probably one of the first executives in the 80s, raising his women all the way up to board level in his organization. Now, that same party, they can't even define what a woman is. And now they hold up twinky guys saying, I'm a woman, it's day 80 of me being a woman, and they ignore women. That is the left. It is all agenda-driven. It is all about power, and they will change their belief systems at a dime and even abandon the people who have helped them get there because it's all about creating power, folks. That's just it. It's power and control, power and control, and the left has forgotten women. I do not even understand why the women still stand with the left. But we shouldn't stand for any of this. We have to tell every one of these rat bastards to cut the crap.
0: Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program. It's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the crap. crap.
1: I know, folks, you're stressing over our mail-order maladministration government we have